You are listening to the Mindful Mantra Mondays on the It's Not About You podcast. This is a short and sweet podcast to simply help you love yourself more and worry about yourself less. Getting rid of that annoying voice in your head that holds you back and stepping into your true self and realizing you're pretty friggin' amazing. I hope these mini mindset hacks help you throughout the week to shift your perspective and see things with love and gratitude. Thank you so much for tuning in and let's do this. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning into the It's Not About You podcast. It's the Love Yourself series. Today we're going to be speaking about community and how important it is to connect with people. I know that this can be a little bit challenging. It's something that I have struggled with living in a big city and I'm sure I'm not the only one. You kind of just feel lost, lonely, and you feel like you have nowhere to turn to really connect with people in a situation where you work and you don't go to school anymore. So it becomes a little bit harder when you are older to find people that you really just can have a unique relationship with. So we have a guest on our podcast today that will speak to that. So I won't ramble your ear off too much. Her name is Kelly Hogue. She is the founder of Root to Rise. It is a blog, a company, and a community that Kelly Hogue has created Root to Rise finds the harmony between the scientific approach of applied behavioral analysis and basically your intuitive path to health by encouraging and reinforcing habits that allow the roots of change to take hold and your highest self to shine through. She's also the founder of Morning Magic Collective, which is a brunch that she holds where women can get together and just have real, raw, authentic conversations Um, empower each other, hold each other accountable. It's really beautiful. And I think you're really going to love what she has to say. Like most people that make communities like this, she used to live in a big city. She felt lonely. She worked in the corporate world and she had this huge smackdown where she just reevaluated everything in her life, moved back home, became a server and built it everything from the ground up. So she's really inspiring and I think you're really going to love her. It's definitely what I needed to hear and a conversation I needed to have at this moment. So I hope that you enjoy this podcast. As per usual, my dog is walking in the background and it's pretty dominant this time around. So please be patient with that. Um, It's a good thing he's really cute. And if you like this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review it. And I hope you guys all have a wonderful rest of your week. Talk soon. Love you guys. Bye. My job became very, I mean, it was isolating. And so this is when I was in, I moved to LA and I was working. I really didn't know anyone in LA and I was working for an agency, bobbing around working with different clients, different kids that I had. And I, it was just so isolating. You know, you're not really meeting anyone that you work with because you're just kind of, you're giving therapy to that one kid. And, um, it's not the kind of job where you're meeting friends at all. Um, and then I didn't know anyone and I was living with my boyfriend at the time. So I was just in LA essentially by myself. I had like no connections, no friends. And then, um, I kind of, I kept telling myself, I'm fine. Like, I don't need, I don't need these people, whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. You know, 
I'm doing what I want to be doing and I'm excited about it mm-hmm. and I'm fine. And then I kind of realized, you know, I'm, I'm not fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not, I need I'm not people. okay. <laughs> Help me. Yeah. Like how much time can I spend with my boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So I ended up moving back to New York and, um, immediately felt better about it. I met such amazing people and I got into the full entrepreneurial mode and mindset. And, um, I got a job working at a restaurant here when I first moved here to kind of like get my feet off the ground and just get some income. And I saw these women having brunch and they were like so chic and they were ordering their matchas and having cute conversations and just like, wearing these great outfits. And I was like, all right, that's it. This is going to be me. I'm going to make it happen. Mm -hmm. I want to be on the other side of this bar right now and having these cool conversations with inspiring women. Um, yes, that was this goal that I had in my head, in my head. Um, so fast forward almost, I guess, six months and I, curated a brunch for women entrepreneurs and wellness. And I was just so excited. Like I'm sitting there across the room, watching these women chat and this, this idea and this goal of mine come to fruition. And I was like, this is magic. This is what I was craving in LA. This is what I wanted from the day that I got back to New York and it's happening. And I was just so excited. And it generated a lot of, a lot of buzz around that brunch. You know, people were interested in joining the next one and what, and you know, is this going to be a continuous thing and how do I get on the list? And I decided to really kind of run with that momentum and start, um, morning magic collective. That's amazing. So you just saw, you saw these women, you wanted to do it and you did it. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. I feel like I'm kind of in that bubble right now where I, I kind of, you know, saw a way that I wanted to live. And now I'm in the middle of kind of making that happen. And it's rewarding, but so scary. How did that feel when you started? It's so scary, but it's so fun. And when you, when you're doing something that you're so passionate about and just kind of lights a fire in you, there's really no time to think about, about, any of the negatives you're just constantly going constantly doing and I don't know I'm just so passionate about it and it just excites me and like I said it really sets me on fire mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how did you get people to like how did it spark yeah so this is the funny thing this is what everyone always asks They're like how did you find these people <laughs> um <laughs> so their shout out to to this there's an organization called movement um that's empowering girls, young girls through movement. And I was inspired by that. And I heard about it a while ago. So I've done a few events with them and they have a big event called dare to bear. And I did that in, in New York when I first got here and volunteered with that. And I met so many cool women. Um, and that sparked into, um, like a Facebook group. And then I, you know, another Facebook group and, all these different things. And, um, so funny how these Facebook groups are like such a way of connecting now. Oh, I know. I spend my life for the last like three weeks, just connecting with through people like through Facebook. It's insane. It's like a nice little community. 
it's such a good resource. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So a lot of it has come from that. A lot of these women. And when I had the, that first initial brunch, I really, um, only had met two of the people in person before. And the rest of them were just kind of like online friends that were in the space. Oh, that's awesome. And then what did you speak about at the brunch? So the first brunch was just about the fact that I wanted to have a community of women entrepreneurs, 20 something in the wellness space so that we can have this support and kind of ways to bounce ideas off of each other and, um, realize that, you know, entrepreneurship can be a little bit isolating and I wanted us to have a space where we are not alone and that we can, we can chat and just come together and talk about the highs and the lows. Um, but I also really wanted it to be, I wanted it to be productive. So I didn't want six yoga teachers and three health coaches. I wanted it to be people from all different walks of life and all different, um, just people doing cool things. So it's, it was a very diverse group. Um, and we really just kind of went around and introduced ourselves and, you know, one conversation led to the next and it was great. There was 13 of us there. Um, and then these are now a lot of these women are now future speakers and, um, are involved with morning magic collective. That's the way to do it. You just got to kind of start, just put yourself out there. That was that. Yeah. Did you feel like maybe people wouldn't come to your first event? <laughs> you know what? When I first put it out there, I posted it to um, what is it, Conscious City Guide, and it's the platform for posting like wellness related events. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "How the heck am I gonna find people? Like, I hope I don't have to put any money down for this first. Like, I don't know what to do, but I'm just gonna post it. Like, if no one comes, no one comes. Mm-hmm. I had to turn people away. Really? eh? Wow. That's amazing. I did. Yeah. So I, that's when I realized like, okay, this, this can be a bigger thing. Yeah. Cause I don't want to turn people away. I want everyone to come, which is why this, this one of the, you know, the pillars of morning magic is inclusion because people are asking, how do I get to this brunch? And, um, I was trying to make it as curated and as productive as possible. So, I mean, and there's only so much room at the restaurant. So I had to say, you know, there'll be more events, give me your email and I'll, we'll figure it out. And then I realized there's, okay, there's a lot of emails. (laughs) So we need to make this bigger. Mm -hmm. Was it just you or did you have some help for the brunch? Yeah. Uh, it was just me. Good for you. I just went around trying to find, um, affordable, but fun places to have it. And we ended up having it at a little restaurant in Tribeca, um, working on making it a monthly series. So we'll see. That's great. Yeah. Can't wait to see where that goes. Yeah, me too. Uh, um, fast forward a little bit, just because I feel like a lot of people listening are probably kind of like have an idea in their head, but then don't really know, you know, where to start. So you moved from mm-hmm. California, came back to New York, and then you decided you wanted to hop on the entrepreneurial path. What did that look like for you when you first started? Like, how did you get started into doing that? Yeah. So I've always had the itch for that because my mom has her own business. She does PR. My dad's an actor. So he didn't really have, neither of them had an office that they go to. They didn't have a boss. They didn't have vacation days. Um, it was kind of like a free for all and they were always around. So, um, 
I remember when I was working for that agency in LA, I called my mom and I was like, mom, I don't have enough vacation days to do this trip. And she was like, Kelly, I don't even know what that means. Like, (laughs) good luck with that. That's being an adult, I guess. And I was like, screw that. I don't want this. Mm -hmm. Um, so I got offered a promotion and I quit. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. And it was a promotion that I was kind of working towards and I had this degree and uh, it was a weird thing, but I was like, my heart's not in this anymore and I need to do my own thing. So, um, I left my job and then about a month later I moved back to New York and it was a weird transition because I went from having this really concrete path and this degree that perfectly aligned with the, the job that I had. And then this promotion that made perfect sense. And then I went haywire and was working at a restaurant and sharing a one bedroom in Manhattan with another person. Wow. Um, so my family was kind of like, uh, okay, like, I guess you'll figure it out. And you know, my extended family and friends were like, what is, what is she doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So then I just kind of found my way and found my people. And I think I struggled with the line between authenticity and, and like marketing. So how do I get this across, but still to stay true to my values. Um, like, I don't want to be out here hustling collagen on Instagram. I don't know. I just think the fact that you built this, um, like I, I live in Toronto. It's a city as well. Like it's just like New York, obviously everyone knows that, but, um, yeah, it could get lonely, especially like, I just feel like everyone's kind of craving something like a connection, but yet no one's connecting unless you kind of just like re- you have to reach out and put it out there. Totally. And it's so true, especially now when we're talking all of our interactions or most of them are over email, over text, like worst case scenario, there was a phone. God forbid we see someone in person <laughs> for real. Like, but, uh, but deep down we're craving that connection. Like we really are. How many of us, like when, so sad to think about like, when was the last time I hugged someone or when was the last time, like I sat down and had a meal with someone, no phones or, um, you know, had a really inspiring conversation. It can be hard to come by, especially in New York and especially I'm sure where you are, it's fast paced. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, people work these jobs and at the end of the day, they just kind of want to like go home and curl up. But I think we're really craving those connections. And I mean, I realized when I started going to different events in LA and also in New York and you, listen to these speakers and you get this new perspective and you meet inspiring people and you just feel so, you feel like it really expanded, which is the word that I use for one of the pillars of morning magic is expansion, because I feel like that's the best word to describe that that feeling that you get after you connected and you've, and you've learned something and you're just feeling good and kind of like on cloud nine afterwards. Mm -hmm. So that's really the goal of, of morning magic is, is having those conversations and those connections that are leaving you feeling inspired rather than like run down. Yeah, definitely. Do you speak like mindset stuff as well as health, even though health, I mean, is such a broad spectrum. Yeah, that's the cool thing. It is a broad spectrum. So there's so many things that are under that, that umbrella, um, from, like I said, like going into your subconscious and and then there's like astrology and there's yoga and there's, 
you know, self-care and there's plants and there's books and there's just so many things that you can do with that, which is so exciting. And there's so many things, so many women, especially doing such cool stuff that I've never even heard of before. And now my job is to meet with them and hear what they're doing and how they're changing the conversation and, you know, cool products they're creating. It's so fun. It's so interesting. Yeah, I know. I'm just diving into that kind of stuff now. I feel like I'm you like a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it fun? It, it is fun. It's a roller coaster of emotions. That's for sure. But um, yeah, like just constantly just like, hey, where am I going with this? What am I doing? <laughs> but it's a good it's a good roller coaster to like find something you're passionate about and just kind of riding the wave. Totally. 